G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. You might have been following along all of the controversy in the Middle East and the significant developments described as even a seismic shift that have happened around a new diplomatic agreement, a peace deal between the United Arab Emirates and the nation of Israel. Well, let's get some deeper insights today into what's happening in this international-scale controversy. David Adler is the president of the Australian Jewish Association. David's joining us. David, welcome to 2020. Delighted to be with you today. Thank you. Uh, David, it is truly an historic peace deal, and I wonder whether you've got any thoughts on the fact that it, it actually has happened this year. Um, you're right. It is, it is by definition uh, historic. I've described it as a game changer. Uh, it's been a whole generation since Israel has concluded a peace arrangement with an Arab country, and it looks like we're on the verge of a very important one. Uh, and it's described as a warm peace. Uh, the only other peace arrangements between Israel and Arab countries were are with Egypt and Jordan. And essentially they were to resolve conflicts that were occurring, to resolve wars. Uh, this is in some ways the first one that, is peace for peace, uh, and it's a breakthrough, and it does appear that there may well be some other uh, moderate uh, Arab countries, the moderate Sunni Arab countries, that could well follow the lead of the UAE and enter into peace agreements with Israel, which would be wonderful. David, it is an election year in the US. There are uh, Donald Trump fingerprints on the deal. How does that feel from the Jewish perspective, given that you've got a US president that has been so much more pro-Israel than perhaps previous administrations? Look, you're right. There, there are a number of drivers that have uh, caused the deal to happen at this time. And I would agree with your observation that one of them is the US election. Um President Trump has shown uh, a very positive interest in Israel. He's been there. He's prayed at the Western Wall. Uh, he, of course, has made a whole number of policy changes, recognition of Jerusalem, moving the embassy, um, the Golan Heights, um, supported um, joint military exercises between Israel and the US. Uh, and he tried... Uh, over the last year to put in place a comprehensive peace agreement between Israel and the Arab Palestinians. And of course, that seems to have failed. Uh, and so I think they were very, very keen to uh, put in the bank, so to speak, uh, a diplomatic success involving the Middle East. And he's done it. Um, he's done it in a magnitude that exceeded the uh, previous administration and 
so he's certainly one of the winners that uh, that emerges here. There are a number of winners, aren't there? Uh, not only the fact that there is a peace deal between Israel and an Arab nation, but uh, you've also got the Israeli Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, who uh, I know you've described as a major winner. But when you've got winners, anything that Donald Trump is involved in usually uh, attracts all sorts of attention and attack. And there have been a lot of groups internationally, and we might even get to what's happening with Australia's response here, but uh, who are the biggest ones who have been critical of the deal, in your opinion? Well, I think they're fairly fringe dwellers that have been uh, critical of the deal. and Even Joe Biden, um, to his credit, uh, acknowledged that this was a diplomatic achievement. He welcomed it. Uh, although he uh, sort of pointed his praise more at the uh, UAE than at Israel or uh, President Trump. Uh, so across the, most of the political spectrum in the US, it's been welcomed. In most of the Australian political spectrum, it's been welcomed. There have been a couple of European countries that uh, have... Uh, expressed concerns, not direct opposition, but but expressed concerns. And the more radical of the Arab Muslim countries, um, such as Turkey, uh, Iran, of course, uh, and a couple of others, have also uh, voiced direct opposition. Worst of all have been uh, Hamas and the Palestinian Authority. Um, they've described that in terms like a stab in the back uh, or treason, uh, and it is none of those things at all. Um, the UAE believes that it's very positive for the Arab uh, Palestinians and any settling of uh, a volatile environment must be good. Um, the citizens of Israel and the UAE are, are other winners, um, and uh, we look forward to their relationship growing. David, what about Australian groups, our federal government? Uh, are there other political leaders who have put their hand up and said, yes, we're on the side of a peace deal here? Are there those who are yes. against? Uh, give us some idea about Australia's response. Well, Australia's response has been generally quite positive. Uh, obviously, the Foreign Minister, Senator Maurice Payne, is the uh, representative here, and um, she has, in an official statement, uh, welcomed the progress, welcomed the deal. Uh, the electorates that have uh, the largest Jewish communities, and therefore, I guess, uh, a constituency with uh, a great interest in what happens in Israel, are uh, 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 Wentworth in Sydney and McNamara in Melbourne, uh, Dave Sharma, Liberal, and Josh Burns, Labor, respectively, uh, have both uh, welcomed the deal. Um, and then we've had a couple of uh, uh, peculiar oppositions. Now, you might say uh, uh, predictable, but nevertheless, their, uh, their arguments are, uh, are quite peculiar. Uh, for reasons only known to themselves, uh, the Australian National Imams Council uh, has come out against it, has come out against uh, negotiation and implementation of peace between uh, Israel and uh, the UAE, and that really puts them in a very fringe left corner. Uh, 
the other uh, organisation that uh, has sort of found a negative spin to a peace deal um, has been the ABC, who've uh, shown a, a long history of anti-Israel bias and, frankly, shameful. And they uh, uh, came up with a headline um, that says that uh, Israel and the UAE uh, exchanged phone calls for the first time, which is true. Uh, and then they uh, concluded with Islamic neighbours outraged. Well, the Islamic neighbours that are outraged are the radicals of the Islamists. Uh, many of the countries, including uh, Oman, Bahrain, um, uh, uh, Egypt and Jordan, have even expressed uh, some support. Uh, Sudan, Saudi have, have all been uh, reasonably positive. So um, Australia, we've had uh, pretty good political support, but... Uh, a couple of fringe outliers, the Imams Council and the ABC, very disappointing. Just to pick up on the ABC for a few moments here, as the national broadcaster, taxpayer-funded, we might anticipate that they would bring a balanced view. In other words, those who would be in favour of the peace deal, they would want to reflect the way that there would be those who are against the peace deal. But as you seem to indicate, uh, there's a long bias that comes from the ABC, which is quite anti-Semitic in this sense. Is that a way to describe what's typically broadcast in ABC here in Australia? Well, in, in, some, of, in some respects, you could absolutely use the term uh, anti-Semitic, particularly if you look at the most widely internationally accepted definition of anti-Semitism, which is uh, that of the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance, and it includes in that definition the singling out of, uh, of Israel for uh, special critical treatment. I mean, you can criticise any country, if you like, including Israel, but if you take a particularly strong biased view, uh, unlike any other country on the planet, then you're crossing a line. And we've seen the ABC do that a few times. We've seen it do it during uh, periods of conflict. And we've seen it with uh, some of the uh, hosts and reports uh, very recently in, uh, on the project. For, oh, no, that was Channel 10. Um, there was a, uh, uh, a very anti-Israel report as well. Okay, so there's anti-Israel reports. They can come from all sorts of different sources. Let's come back to the peace deal overall. The Americans involved in setting that up, the Donald Trump influence there. Uh, there's also the challenges that happen with Iran and uh, their nuclear aspirations. I wonder whether you've got any thoughts as to what might be ahead in coming days so far as some of the American and Iranian involvement in what might be happening with the developing peace ideas? Uh, one of the drivers of the deal, in addition to the US presidential election, is concern in the moderate Arab world about the uh, increasing radicalisation and threat coming from Iran. Uh, they don't see Israel as an ex existential threat. They see Iran as an existential threat. Uh, nuclear ambitions, uh, uh, funding radical militia, uh, etc. And uh, there are moves afoot in the United Nations Security Council right now as we speak. 
for the US to try to invoke what's called a snapback uh, in the uh, Security Council resolution that um, was relaxing sanctions uh, for Iran. And the snapback is because of breaches of the uh, Iran provisions to not progress down a nuclear path. They've exceeded their enriched uranium, they've exceeded their heavy water uh, quantities, um, they've exceeded the use of um, advanced centrifuges, um, building stockpile of enriched uranium, and uh, the US has, uh, has pulled that trigger. So it's got a 30-day period to sort out, but um, uh, you will undoubtedly hear more about it over the next couple of weeks coming out of uh, the UN and uh, some friction between uh, the US and um, others in the Security Council who want to uh, relax the sanctions and the US wants to reimpose them. David, just to top this part of our conversation off, is there a divide between those nations that would support the new peace deal and those that would be against it, along the Shia versus Sunni lines within the Islamic Arab nations? Is that where you might uh, you might even uh, predict the outcomes of who'd support and who won't? Well, that's certainly part of it. Uh, and uh, uh, the Shia side seem more opposed. Uh, the Shia are more controlled by Iran. So, uh, uh, you know, some say that there's an objective to create a, a Shia crescent from Iran to the Mediterranean, and that's one of the uh, underlying causes of conflict in, in Syria, and they sponsor uh, Hezbollah in, in Lebanon, so from Iran um, through Turkey, through Syria to Lebanon, uh, that does seem to be where the major opposition is. Well, David Adler, uh, thanks so much for your comments today. Honour to you in the role that you play there as President of the Australian Jewish Association. Our Christian listenership certainly agrees with the idea of being a blessing to Israel and uh, the idea of praying for the peace of Jerusalem. And so uh, we certainly want the best outcome here for peace in the Middle East. David Adler, the president of the Australian Jewish Association, there is a website, jewishassociation.org.au. That's jewishassociation.org.au. David Adler, thanks so much for your insights today on 2020. Thank you, Neil, and it's a delight talking to you. And uh, let me just add that if people want to follow our news and views items, the AJA Facebook page um, is usually updated very regularly, uh, and that's simply Australian Jewish Association on Facebook, uh, and anyone else welcome to access it. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.